Welcome to the 28th episode of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood. In this episode, you'll get a conversation with my sister, uh, Liz, who is living in Las Vegas and just giving us a little insight into what it's like out there compared to here during this um, pandemic, COVID-19. I'll give you a little quote and then I'm going to uh, look at one part of sports, I guess, which is the Vikings in the NFL draft because that is basically the one thing we have going on right now. Just talk a little bit about that. And we'll review what happened this week. Look ahead to distance learning next week. Whoa. Hello. Hey, Aaron. Check this out. This actually works. All right. We're in business. We're in business. I'm in Barnesville. You're in Las Vegas. Isn't that crazy? Quarantined. Quarantined. Yep. Yes. All right. No. Um, You know, reason I want to have you on is just talk a little bit about I mean you live in a how do I want to describe this I mean obviously Las Vegas is a big city but it's a location where a lot of people come and go a lot of travel yes very transient yeah, so and you know people in Barnesville because that's where most of my listeners are and my students and you know we we see what we see from this you know COVID-19 but I think you're seeing it a lot differently than what we do okay you know, wouldn't you agree Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you know, I think leading up to, I think, you know, for weeks now, I think I had been texting you and like showing you like how things were kind of transpiring as far as like the shelves in the grocery stores and things like this. And it just kind of was more rapid out here than it was there, I think. Yeah, everything happens a lot faster there. But just describe like, what's it like? I mean, how many people live in Las Vegas? Maybe you don't know that, but. Uh, I think over a couple million. Okay, a couple million. And they've, I guess, just take us through, like, what's it, like, in the last two weeks is how everything's gone down, right? Yeah, so last Tuesday, a week ago today, our governor, Sisolak, um, shut down all non-essential businesses for 30 days. So, meaning, like, basically the only people that can stay open are, like, grocery stores, you know, like, Target, Walmart, um, gas stations, um, all casinos, Everybody um, in the gaming business industry um, shut down. So literally it feels like a ghost town. It's very eerie. Like if you, like I've seen people like post things as far as like driving down Las Vegas Boulevard and it's like quiet. I I mean, even a few casinos have actually like shut off all their lights. So it's kind of eerie in a sense. Yeah. For a city that never sleeps, never sleeps. And it has always, I mean, people always awake there constantly, you know. what? Yeah, it's 20, it's a 24 hour city. Yeah. And the fact that it's now come to that, I mean, that's, that's creepy. And yeah, an interesting thing is, and I don't know if your numbers are updated for today as far as what Las Vegas is, is, um, I could probably but look, well, yeah. As of yesterday, look. you were only 10 more ahead Two. of uh, Minnesota, right? Correct. Yeah, so now Minnesota is actually, there's 27 more today, so we're now at 262. Okay, so, I mean, I'm guessing that we're probably still somewhere above you, but I and haven't looked today, I'm sorry. No, that's fine, but we've mentioned, it's just shocking that Las Vegas, like, or not Las Vegas, sorry, the state of Nevada only has 10 more cases than Minnesota. Yeah. Just thinking, it's... like, you called it a Petri dish. Yes, I mean, just there's much travel that goes through that Las Vegas airport. and uh. They did have to shut down one of the um, t- 
towers at the airport at McCarran airport because uh, one of their employees did test positive. So I think as of yesterday, it was the fifth day that that tower had been shut down. And I know that that obviously hinders travel in and out of Las Vegas. And I'm sure, I mean, it's probably been very quiet at the airports anyway, just due to everything, but it's crazy to think about. It is. It is. Uh, it's crazy. And you, know, you guys are right next to California where obviously California is having. Um, They're a shelter in place. So yeah. they basically are not, I don't, I guess you don't want to say force but you know like they literally are not supposed to be leaving their homes almost at all Mm -hmm. um like they shut down the beaches everything like that i guess over the weekend prior to it i guess everybody was out right yeah yeah people weren't following it and they were out at the beaches and i saw that yeah which i mean you know i mean obviously you want fresh air i mean it's hard being cooped up somewhere for a long time Mm -hmm. in the three biggest what states are washington california new york yep i believe so yeah that's just it's just, I mean, it's what scares me the most is just how fast everything's moved in such a oh, yeah. short amount of time. Like I think about, you know, it's Tuesday. Last week, Tuesday was the first day of this where we didn't have students, you know, mm-hmm. but just even two weeks ago, you know, I would have started what? Yeah. Second day of softball practice. And, you know, you never would have thought at that point that this was even an option you know, that we wouldn't be in school, that we wouldn't possibly not have spring sports, that we'd be doing distance learning. And it was just like, oh, it's just this virus that's going around. It's not that, you know, serious, but. I mean, I hadn't really followed the news as closely as some people had, but Mm -hmm. I remember being in Reno. I was up there for work uh, at the beginning of March. um, And I remember sitting at the airport and they announced the first case in Las Vegas on that day. And I was thinking to myself, oh, okay, well, it happens. You know, someone's going to get the, you know, the virus or whatever. It's bound to happen. And then it just was like an uphill. Like there were just so much craziness that happened from there. I feel like it was just skyrocketing. Yeah. It's it's everywhere. It's, you know, I mean, now they're, like I said, a a week and a half later, they are closing down everything. It feels like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's 278 cases in Nevada. Okay. So you're at 16 ahead of us still. Yeah, so roughly about the same. Yeah. But yeah, two two deaths, unfortunately. Two, and I don't know what we're, what our deaths are, but hmm. interesting. It's just, I know, we, like you said, you text me almost every day with that, and I always give you some information too, but um, like our, like I said, my perspective on it, like when you would describe the grocery stores there, and then I would, I, I, I think I went to a Target or wherever it was, and I'm like, ah. Yeah, everything or Hornbachers. I'm like, no, everything was stocked. It looked normal. And, um, yeah, they um, and like you know, like I said, I had worked at the hospital. Oh gosh, it was like the one weekend. The one week they first started kind of getting a little wild was like I think the weekend of the 14th, and that Saturday I remember coming in and they had guards and like um, people at every entrance screening every people, everybody that was coming through basically taking their temperatures and you know if you were coming with somebody that was either in the hospital or somebody who was having surgery or something they were um you were only allowed one person to come with you at a time so if you came with your mom and dad and you know you were getting something done only one of them would be able to be allowed into the hospital so they were i mean that was like i said the 14th and that was before our governor decided to shut everything down but it's been crazy it's it's um 
it does to me I'm like it's very it, it doesn't seem real like I feel like you know this is 2020 and how did we get to this point mm-hmm. you know yeah I constantly keep saying I don't know like I don't know I don't know because it's just it's hard to we don't know it, but it's hard to believe like you said it's real um, yeah it's just yeah and you talked about like the uh, the streets you know it's like dead it makes me think yeah. and I don't think I think we might have talked about this but the movie I Am Legend when Will Smith's just, you know, in New York City, right, with his dog, like, during the day. Right, yep. Driving around, it's just completely empty, and, like, I've seen the Something pictures you... of New York City, and it's just crazy, and just hearing, and I can't imagine what this, the strip looks like out there. Yeah, I mean, if you actually, like, I could probably even forward you, like, people are posting stuff, like, on our um, news Facebook pages and stuff like that, um, and I actually have a friend that worked not currently obviously in Times Square and for like the last two weeks you know I would see him posting stuff and it was like the craziest thing I'd ever seen like you know like somewhere like you know New York City Times Square one of the busiest places and there's a person here a person there but usually you're shoulder to shoulder with people there so Mm -hmm. definitely the word I would use is eerie yeah eerie and the thing is is it's eerie now like what's what's it gonna get like will it get worse will it get better and I think that's what nobody knows I know and I you know I I tried to listen in on some of like the press conferences that you know the general surgeon and some of like the doctors that are talking on some of those press conferences and you know you you want to obviously listen to what they're saying they know what they're talking about and they keep talking about this curve you know Um, flatten the curve flatten the curve and so I mean obviously I think we're still on you know, as I was seeing stuff online and stuff like that and people talking about like how we're not we're kind of on the same scale and like the rate is Italy as what they were saying and not whether or not that's true or not. I don't I'm I'm not a factual person when it comes to that. But, you know, I mean, it seems to be, you know, somewhere comparable. So, I mean, I hope that we get to the point where we are on the downside of this curve and I hope it's sooner than later. But, you know, the unknown is what's the uncertainty is what's, you know, more fearful for people. Mm hmm. And I think the the unknown and just the time frame of this, like, I think people could handle being cooped up for, you know, a week, two weeks. But if this turns into months, like, uh, you know, people are going to go crazy. Oh, yeah. Got to find new hobbies. You're going to have to find new hobbies. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the nice thing is you are allowed to go to the grocery stores. It's not like you can't get out of your house completely. No. But the whole social social distancing, you know, I mean, you do you do kind of see stand next to people in, you know, grocery stores and it's like, you know, I mean, you see people wearing masks everywhere and, you know, I mean, I probably should do the same thing. I probably have a couple masks here at home, so wouldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. No, it wouldn't hurt. Right. But well, Hey, I don't, I mean, we've been going steady here 10 minutes. So per usual, per usual. Yeah. I don't mean to keep you. And this, no, was, you're very, good. this was good stuff. So just, yeah, just, I wanted to get a different, you know, opinion on like how it's affecting other places and what you're seeing out there and like um you know just show I mean I guess the biggest thing I do see that I would probably say and everybody keeps saying and I'm not I sound like a broken record but it is stay home I mean if you want to I mean I I just think of everybody or excuse me anybody that I do know that um I mean yeah everybody's going crazy and everybody's bored and things like that but just think of the lives that you are saving by doing that absolutely Including your own, so. Including your own. Yep. It's- well, good. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, we'll uh, we'll be in touch. 
All right. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Liz. All right. Bye, Aaron. So the one thing, you know, we have going for us as far as sports right now is NFL free agency, Um, talking about the NFL draft and just things like that. And, you know, recently the Vikings traded Stephon Diggs. I think it was last week. In these last two weeks, it's sort of just been a blur and mixed together. I can't really tell how long ago something was. But anyway, when Diggs was traded, you know, a lot of people were mad. A lot of people were happy. I'm on the happy bandwagon. I think that it's a good move. You know, you just don't want him around the team. I mean, just as a coach, you, you guys, you want people that are about we, not me. And he was all about me. So they got. I thought they got a pretty good haul um, for him. And now they have two first-round draft picks. But I'll talk about that in a second. But as far as the free agency thing is gone, you know, you see Tom Brady's gone to, um, you know, Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other big ones. You know, Carolina releasing Cam Newton. uh, Just things like that. Like big ones. A lot of these quarterbacks are changing teams. You know, good old Teddy. Teddy going to Carolina. um, Just fun to see those things. But as far as Vikings, you know, Vikings were in a tough spot. They didn't have a lot of money, cap space, so they had to make some cuts, and a lot of familiar faces had to go, but, I mean, that's the nature of the beast. So, you know, losing Everson, I'm just going to, I won't name everybody, but, you know, Trey Waynes, um, you know, Xavier Rhodes, uh, Mackenzie Alexander, you know, Linval, thinking of, obviously, Diggs getting traded, looking offensively, now they cut um, Josh Klein, so... Just there's gonna be a lot of new faces, and you know the Vikings signed. Uh, I think his name's Michael Pierce. That guy's gonna be a dude on the D line. Just watch. He is big and strong. So I'm excited for that signing. And other than that, they haven't really made uh, any splashy signings. You know they've re-signed obviously Kirk Cousins. Um, you know re-signed uh, C.J. Ham, and I'm missing some other ones. You know Dan Bailey. They re-signed um, the punter. So there's a couple others I'm probably missing, but um, they signed uh, Tajay Sharp yesterday at wide receiver and uh, on a one-year deal, which is pretty uh, team-friendly as far as for the cap space. So, you know, he was, uh, I'm not sure what round draft pick he was, but he's he's talented. We'll see if he pans out, but it's it's more of a on a prove-it deal for them. So hopefully he can, uh, you know, prove it to them that he was worth it. And then they signed another D-end, Anthony Zettel. So, um. Like I said, nothing splashy, but you know what? They have two first-round draft picks, so the NFL draft's coming up April 23rd, which is, you know, roughly a month away. Um, and like they have 12 picks. The Vikings have 12 picks. So that's including two in the first, the 22nd, and the 25th pick, and two in the third. So, you know, in the first three rounds, they're going to have five picks. So they're going to have a really good chance to uh, get some really good players. So... I'm excited because, you know, they're going to draft a cornerback. You know that. They're going to have to probably draft an offensive lineman or two. And you know what? They're going to have to draft a wide receiver. Like, you know what they're going to do. And they might even draft a D lineman too. So I think you know the main positions they need. And this is a deep draft for wide receivers. This is a deep draft for offensive linemen. So, I mean, in cornerbacks, actually. I'm not sure about offensive linemen, but cornerbacks it is. So, you know, you know what they're going to pick and I think that with the five picks in the first rounds they're going to get some very talented players but we just need him to hit on it but anyway just wanted to talk a little bit about that um it's just fun following it and uh, I know that, like Clowney's still out there there's still some other good free agents left so 
Uh, the NFL free agency isn't quite done yet, so we'll still get that, and then we'll get all the fun mock drafts, you know, people projecting who are the Vikings going to pick, and I always enjoy that. So. My quote this week, it's a positive one. I think we need a positive quote in the time that we're currently in. Um, but here, here it goes. Be strong because things will get better. It may be stormy now, but it never rains forever. So true. I mean, right now it is super stormy for all of us, right? We're, we're trying to get through this pandemic, um, just the uncertainty of it and just all the craziness and weirdness of it. And, you know, this can't go on forever, though. And that's what we have to keep believing and keep understanding is that eventually this rain will stop, that this pandemic will stop, and we will get back to our normal lives and just keep being strong because this will get better. It may take time. And that's the hard part about this is that we don't know the time frame on this. You don't know how long this will last. But all we can do right now is just be strong and know that it won't rain forever and this will eventually end and we will get back to our normal lives. So be strong. Okay, just to review this week, I mean, obviously no kids this week, but just been prepping, getting stuff ready for uh, if we, you know, go to our distance learning. So it is Wednesday when I'm recording this and, you know, it hasn't officially been said that is what we're doing. I mean, I think we're all assuming that's what we're going to do, but just prepping for it, getting things ready, and uh, just so everyone's aware. So next week it would start the 30th, and the way we're going to do it, just like the rest of the elementary, Monday, here's, you know, the materials will be posted on Schoology for math, for writing, for reading, for social or science, whichever one they have that week. And then um, it'll be due the following Monday. So they get seven days to do it. And, you know, each day they'll have to check in where it'll be, we'll post a question, and they just have to answer, and that will be the attendance, if that makes sense. Um, and I know for my class personally, so Mr. Schindler's class, they'll have music Monday and Wednesday of the week. So Mrs. Gilland will be in contact about that because she has a Schoology page for that. And then they'll have FIAD on Tuesday, Thursday, and nothing on Friday. So that's the way the FIAD music is going to work. And I know Mr. Knudsen will also be reaching out to you guys about band. I think he's going to use Mrs. Gillen's um, Schoology page to do that as well. So I know the first week's going to be just working out the kinks and things. So um, I expect questions. I expect problems to you know occur. But we'll get through them. We'll, we'll make it work. But like for me, for math, if it's a worksheet, I'll just have them email me the worksheet. Pretty simple. If it's a big ideas math assignment, it'll be online on the website. They all know how to use that. Um, and then also sign some IXLs, which is also on theirs. Their score just comes to me. So um, simple stuff for math as far as just getting connected on that. So um, yeah, I just wanted to give you a preview of what's coming next week. And I will be honest, I think next week's going to be, the load's never going to be a lot for the students, but next week will be smaller than normal just because it's the first week and we're going to try to figure out how it goes. So uh, enjoy this uh, week here. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Stay safe and be smart. So to confirm, we are going to be doing distance learning starting on Monday, March 30th. And that is going through uh, May 4th, which is a Monday, I believe. But um, obviously we'll know more as these next few weeks go on, whether that gets extended or um, 
if that's when we stop. So just so you know, we are going to start distance learning on Monday. And with that, my watch has ended.